check it the time. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University, where we talk about what is going on in pop culture and see what we can learn from it. I'm your host, Patty Eminger. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok. If it's your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I stand you. I'm in your fandom. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I hope you enjoyed Monday's episode. Last Friday or Wednesday's episode was the most streamed one ever. So thank you guys so much for that. I love all of you. Thank God I'm getting a new phone today. I couldn't even like send a Snapchat to someone because I didn't have enough storage to like record the video. And I couldn't even post a TikTok until I deleted stuff out of my camera roll or my text messages. I'm getting the iPhone 13 Pro Max Plus with, oh no, there's no plus on that. It's like, I just got early access to it now. Um, With 512 gigabytes, I'm so fucking happy. And then I'm getting a MacBook this week and I just got new microphones. I'm spending so much on this technological equipment for my content creation. And sometimes spending a lot of money can be scary because you don't know if you will get it back. But I feel like spending money, what I have learned is like a manifestation. If you spend the money, that is you telling the universe that you are grateful for it. You want to use the money and the money will come back to you. It's elevating yourself in life and you are getting an equal value back and when people spend above their means i heard addison ray say this the other day i feel like that money always comes back to them because it's almost like manifesting a higher life and going to the next level and i need to take my content creation to the next level so i have to spend money to make money so even though i'm literally dropping like many thousands of dollars it's whatever so let's get into today's topics first we're going to talk about lil nas x being snubbed by the bet awards even though he was maybe the single most successful artist this past year then we're going to talk about it being kanye west 45th birthday today and we're going to do an update on his life as well as kim and pete and then we're going to talk about if tiktok is ruining the music industry because a lot of these artists have a bone to pick with their labels forcing them to parade themselves on tiktok to try to get a viral sound and make a hit but before we get into all these, if you can just rate this podcast five star on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you're already here. You may as well do so and then follow it because it's your favorite Monday, Wednesday, sometimes Friday class and leave a cute little review. Post a screenshot of you listening to it on your Instagram story and I will hit you up in your DMs and be so thankful. So, yeah, let's get into it. Take your seats. Welcome to Pop Culture University. Classes in session. Gay Man of the Year, Lil Nas X, was snubbed from every single nomination at the BET Awards, and he is not happy about it, and neither are we. Not during Pride Month, at least. So if you don't know what the BET Awards are, they're the Black Entertainment Television Awards, where it covers everything from music, movies, and television, all uh, encompassing around Black artists, which is amazing. It's a really fun award show to watch. I love watching the BET Awards, and it's a really big deal to get nominated. So 
when the categories all came out this year, including music video of the year, male hip hop artist of the year, male R&B pop artist of the year, best collaboration, best song. Lil Nas X was not nominated for any of them, despite the fact that he had three songs up in the top 10 this year and two number ones, one of them being the longest reigning number one collaboration in the last decade, I believe. So it seems very interesting that they would snub him. So Lil Nas X tweeted, thank you, BET Awards, an outstanding zero nominations again, black excellence. Then he mentioned the fact that he said, I don't know, maybe three of the biggest songs of the last year and a critically acclaimed album should have helped me out a bit. And then he said, not even that, though, doesn't even have to be me nominated. I just feel like black gay people have to fight to be seen in this world. And even when we make it to the very top, motherfuckers try to pretend that we are invisible. First of all, he's so right. I completely agree that gay people as a whole are marginalized still to this day. And especially in the black community, that's why it was such a risk for him to even come out in the first place. He was on top with Old Town Road in his EP before, and he could have just ridden that wave and probably would have gotten the BET nomination. And I love how he even decided to speak out about it. I love that he didn't care what the BET Awards thought about him. I feel like a lot of artists would just want to like sit still, be polite, not complain in hopes of getting nominated the next year. But he said, no, if they're going to be... If, if there's going to be an underlying homophobic issue with this award show, I do not want a part of it ever. I'm not just going to play their games. I'm going to confront them, hopefully be part of the solution. And I don't really care if they nominate me next year. I fucking love that. He then tweeted, which kind of goes along with this. This is not over no BET award. This is about the bigger problem of homophobia in the black community. Y'all can sit and pretend all you want, but I'm going to risk it all for us. I love that he said he's going to risk it all for us. Because again, like Nicki Minaj, she was blackballed from the grammys for a different issue but he could be blackballed from the bet awards if you piss off the executive producers of that show his fans and other people on twitter then tried to call him crazy for acting out against a big award show like this people were probably like no montero like we don't want you to be you know snubbed from it again the next year or never on the tv screen again because they will blackball artists. There's a whole list of artists that aren't allotted award shows. So his fans were kind of looking out for him. Someone said, you got a whole Grammy. Why are you acting like this? And he said, this is my point exactly. How can I get acknowledged by the most acclaimed award show in the world? And then not even just one nomination from my own people. Is that not crazy? Am I really tripping? Reading that tweet is very sad to hear because I'm sure this hit more at home for him than any other award show he may have, a, have had a bad experience with. This is the BET Awards. He said, snub from my own people. You grow up in a marginalized community, but you always have each other. You're always family. But then when you take one step further to be your even more authentic self by coming out as gay, it's like you leave one marginalized community. You don't get their full support, but you gain the support of another. And it sucks that he I feel like he's going through that transition period in life where after you come out, you find out who was really there for you and who was actually not homophobic. So it must really sting from his own community, his own people that he was nominated for with Old Town Road and stuff like that and got to perform. He thought he was a part and they loved him, but then maybe it turns out they didn't. So this must just be the biggest slap in the face coming from his own people in that sense. Um, someone else said, you got it twisted. The BET Awards is the most acclaimed, not the Grammys. You should have dropped Scoop if you wanted a BET Award. Talk to your team. Try to make excuses why he wasn't nominated. He said, talk to my team about what? Industry Baby is the second longest running number one song on the Billboard rap charts of all time. And it didn't get a single nomination. I love that he stood up for this. And then he talked about how he loves um, Tyler, the creator and Frank Ocean. But he talks about how even they're not nominated enough. And he was saying that when can we admit that queer men are more respected when they act less feminine? Or am I making that up? Exactly. I feel like the BET Award is probably run by an older crowd and 
while they may be more accepting a little bit these days, like they have let Lil Nas X perform last year, that doesn't mean that they're completely accepting of the queer community. They're like those older people that are like, I don't hate gay people, just don't act gay. Like, you can like men, but I don't want to see it, and you can't wear pink or, you know, have a limp wrist. Like, that's the bigger problem here, that homophobia is still so prevalent. And I love that he mentioned that, because as it becomes more accepted every single year, it's interesting that we accept some gay people, but not others in the bigger scheme of society. Why are we accepting masculine gay men over feminine gay men? It seems very performative and fake and just goes to show how much more deep-rooted homophobia is than we thought. So I think that's what we can learn from this is that the fight against homophobia is not as far along as you think. And there's still massive homophobia out there. And that is why pride matters. That's why you guys should go out and celebrate pride. That's why you should try to get more educated on everything, especially about queer people of color, trans queer people of color, the struggles that they've had to go through in comparison to other gay people in the community. There's totally deeper layers to it that need to be understood, appreciated, respected, and then hopefully repaired and reprimanded soon educating is the first step so i'm very happy that lil nas x called out the bet awards and yeah go and celebrate pride and join the fucking celebration also you i'm glad that he doesn't feel the need to get this validation from that award show he still thinks his music is good and that bitch and that's why he's fighting for it i fucking love that he's looking at the underlying issues why he didn't get nominated so another thing we can learn from this is you don't need validation from anyone else. If you know you're the shit, you are the shit. And if people don't like you, it's probably having something to do with them and not having something to do with you. But the most hilarious part about this whole thing is that he then released a snippet of a song called Fuck B-E-T. <laughs> it's called Fuck B-E-T. And I'm just going to play it as the transition song into the next topic because it's so hilarious and it's so Lil Nas X of him. And like the song is good. I'm into the song. And I can't wait for that song to like win a BET award, but this is fuck BET as his clap back to the homophobic award show. Christmas, everyone, because it's Yeezus's birthday. I'm kidding. It's Kanye West's birthday. He is 45 years old today. Big shout out to Ye. You are you continually inspire us with your creative and um volatile mind. And we just love it. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for all the entertainment over the years and the music. And especially the last year, that beheading of Pete was truly the the peak of the year. So 
Anyway, Kanye is having a meh birthday today. He did unfortunately just break up with his 24 year old, so 21 year younger than him, stand in Kim Kardashian lookalike Cheney Jones after five months of dating. You know, she was happily his stand in. She knew he wanted Kim and she he probably just liked to look at her and wear her as an accessory, but she was down for it. Kim said, I am the standout. You're just my stand in. Anyway, they broke up. They went on a trip together to Japan. And then afterwards, you know, I guess the traveling just did not work out. And they break, then they broke up. She also had a tattoo for him that said yay on her wrist. And first of all, that is insane. Because Kanye changes his name like every every year. So no, even if you don't break up, that tattoo is not going to be relevant after a while. I would never get a tattoo with Kanye West's name on it. Because he, he could be called Barbie tomorrow. You know, who fucking knows? Also, is it, like, a requirement for love these days to, like, have a tattoo? Everyone is just getting a tattoo for everyone. Uh, Pete, for Kim, and even though he's removing his tattoos, he got them for Ariana, Kanye, tattoos, Chaney tattoos. Is, is this some kind of requirement? Honestly, that would make more sense than a ring, though. Because, like, you can remove the ring, but you can't really remove the tattoo. You can, like, make it fade away, but you can't really remove that. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, when you got engaged, a tattoo artist needs to be nearby? Instead of, like, pulling out a ring and getting down on one knee, you just have a tattoo artist come around if they say yes and just instantly start tattooing them. Or, like, a branding person. Like, someone proposes to you and you say yes. And then are immediately prodded with a 1,000-degree metal prod with your partner's name on it. (laughs) Like, Pete. Anyway that'd be hilarious that that should be the new normal you instantly have to get tattooed because these rings clearly aren't working out maybe people would think twice about divorcing if they had the tattoo anyway kanye was already seen with a new woman this weekend they were on a date together he moved on real quick most likely a sociopath didn't really give a fuck about cheney he was with a new woman at the movies they were just seen together in the back row like a public theater eating popcorn together probably watching fire island i'm kidding what do you even say on a first date with kanye though think about that to impress him imagine sitting across from kanye west he is spewing like genius stuff to you but in just in such an insane maybe like manic way like how do you keep up with that what do you even talk about probably just say things kim would say maybe call taylor swift a snake and talk about how your sisters are ugly i think that's how you can impress him (laughs) So anyway, the clout machine continues. Good for his new girl. She'll she'll begin that clout. Her career will take off. Julia Fox truly has built a career off of being with Kanye, but I think Julia Fox has something special to her. We all idolize her now. It really took off after the relationship and then the uncut jams and now her crazy outfits. She is the moment. And I'm really happy that Kanye moved on with her first because she got the most amount of clout. I approve. She can be the next after Kim. Maybe Chaney can do the same. She's going to have to hop on that TikTok audio game, though. We don't know who this new girl is yet, but I'm sure we'll find out soon. Kim and Pete, on the other hand, are doing amazing. Good for them. I don't know if you saw the last episode of The Kardashians, but Kim finally talked about how they met and how they got together, and it was hilarious. She said that she first became interested in Pete when she kissed him on SNL, and she admitted she did feel a spark. And then she reached out to Pete first 
because she was planning on talking to him at the after party, but he didn't come. He didn't give her the time of day, and maybe she liked that. Kim Kim has kind of like a masculine energy to her. I feel like she would like the chase. Maybe she became extra intrigued when Pete didn't give her the attention she wanted. So she reached out to one of the producers of SNL, got his phone number, and she said that she was just DTF. When she was first hitting him up, she didn't think that she wanted a real relationship with him. She literally said, I heard about this BDE and I was DTF. Uh, As if she's a guida on Jersey Shore. Good for her, though. I'm not surprised by that. I, I was wondering that. Like, is Kim, like, hooking up with people? Like, I know she's probably in the mood. I'm per- Kanye probably haven't been doing that for a while, so... I was really curious who Kim was doing that with, but I guess no one. I guess she was just in the stirrups and she wanted to get with Pete. So that makes sense. And why not? Why no better candidate than the man that Ariana Grande said had a big dick? She really helped him out there. Good for Pete, using his big dick privilege to change his life. Truly a superpower. Anyway, after that, it kind of just progressed more and they started hanging out. And then she realized he kind of had everything she wanted. She was looking for someone to just hang out at home with her, work out with her, laugh with her in bed while watching TV, and that's everything that Pete is. I feel like it's safe to say at this point that they are not PR at all. Pete has gone to the Met Gala with her. He's dyed his hair the same color as her. He's met the family. He's met the kids. He's sent photos of him in bed with her to Kanye West. They're definitely not PR. They're the real deal. And this weekend, like the craziest thing to me ever is that Kim trusted Pete alone with both of her sons. Pete and Saint and Psalm. Isn't that such a cute thing? Saint and Psalm. Like the brothers can be Saint and Psalm. I can see the reality show now. Saint and Psalm. Sliving. Anyway. Pete was seen alone with Saint and Psalm. And he was just walking around with them, taking them shopping or out for some errand or something. But people don't know like exactly what they were going or their specific whereabouts. But they were just seen out basically running errands. And he was like holding their hands while... Little Satan Psalm were running around him. Kim not in sight. And I can't believe Kim trusted him alone with her kids. I don't know if I'd be so quick to trust Pete Davidson with a, a child of mine. He really seems like he can't take care of himself much. He lived with his mom until like last year, to be honest. Hasn't made the best choices, but she must really love him and trust him. And I'm glad she found that with him. So good for them. They're really progressing really like exponentially and i could see them what's this month june i could see them being engaged by december kim said she's kind of fucking crazy for this she was like i know i've gotten divorced third three times but i still believe in marriage like i think fourth time is gonna be the charm for me just one more time girl she said that in one of the last episodes of the kardashians girl give it the fuck up i feel like i'm not even gonna give in marriage you know i'm not even gonna entertain it the first time because i see how much this shit doesn't work out the fact that she still wants to get married again, why not? You know, YOLO. Live your life. Have another fun ceremony. You can afford it. Get another ring that he can afford it. Break up. Great content. I don't need advice. Why nigga life? Tell him read my rights. Man it how tonight. Look at what my eyes. 15 in the game, baby girl, I got stripes. Kanye dress. Me up like a doll. Then I hit six nine. Tell him give me the ball, bitch. Dream team, magic is I recall. Whole squad on point, bunch of crisp balls. I was out in Spain, rocking the Medusa head. I 
ain't never have to give a rap producer head. If I do though, I'ma write a book like Superhead. TikTok has brought us so many songs we love this year, so many dances we love, so many goofy trends we love to do. It started so many careers, launched people's positions on the charts, and really changed the game in music. But some people argue that TikTok is not bettering the industry. It is ruining the music industry. And it's actually coming from the artists themselves. Apparently, it's bringing a whole new list of problems that many artists include, including... Charlie XCX, Florence Welch, Ed Sheeran, FKA Twigs, and Halsey, and even more have spoken about. So we're just going to through some. We're going to go through why these artists feel like TikTok is horrible for their careers and the music industry in general. So do you guys know who Travis Daniel is? He had the viral song "Falling" on TikTok in 2020, and it now has over a billion streams on Spotify. And he didn't really have much of a career before this at all. Like, no shade, no tea to him, but no one knew him at all until his song was like one of the first big viral trends when everyone was getting on TikTok during the pandemic in 2020. So he instantly became this like overnight success, which is what you can do on TikTok. He was really thankful for that. And he's happy that he has this fan base now. But he's now saying the problem is with that, the downside of being, you know, this viral TikTok artist is that his label will not let him release another song until a snippet that he releases goes viral on TikTok. And they're not going to do that because they they know a song will sell if it's a hit on TikTok before it's released. But if he puts a snippet on it and it gets like a thousand views, he, they know that no one's going to buy that song, so they won't let him release it, even though he might love that song. So he said, it's just been pretty much impossible to put out music. It feels like I'm at the DMV. Every time I go to deliver music, it's like, oh, well, you need, well, you need to do this. Post more on TikTok. Tease these songs so we can see which ones they react to more. I do that, and then I don't really hear anything because what they're expecting, even though they say they're not, they just want it to go viral again. I definitely feel for him. He's kind of like trapped in this cycle now that's why it's tricky when people sign to a label in the first place a lot comes with it a lot of great things come to it like a lot of more money and promotion for your music and you just have this whole team behind you like ready to make you a superstar but because they're putting in so much money to you they need money back so they're not going to spend a whopping amount of dollars on a song that they don't think is going to perform well based on how it is on tiktok and you've never been able to kind of like test the waters with a song in a way you have than on this app so labels are kind of using that a little too much to their advantage. And they just want to see what will get the best reaction for the best investment. So I understand both sides. Halsey kind of said something about this too. She wants to release a new song. And she said that she has had the song finished for a while and has been wanting to release it for a hot minute now. But her label will not let her unless she makes TikToks about it and it gets a good reaction. She said... I have been in this industry for eight years. I have sold 65, 165 million records and I have three Grammy nominations and my label just wants me to create a fake viral moment on the app before I can release the song. She actually made a TikTok about that with those words on the screen with the song playing in the background and since that got so many views because her fans were kind of like outraged for her, they were like a viral moment. What does that even mean? What is a fake viral moment? Because these viral moments like aren't fake. I guess you just kind of have to build fake hype around it for maybe a trend that you don't really believe in. Like look at About Damn Time by Lizzo, for example. She literally probably hired someone to make that dance or her team probably like hired, you know, Charlie D'Amelio to shake her ass cheeks in the camera and do facial expressions to it. 
and now you know she's number four on Billboard. So that I guess that's what she means by fake viral moment, something that she really doesn't believe in. So basically, after she did that and created this viral moment, talking about having to create a viral moment, kind of inception, TikTok inception going on there. She said, I talked to my label tonight and after my TikTok tantrum, they said, wow, the TikTok is going really strong. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So can I release the song now? And they were like, we'll see. And then basically said that if her TikToks continue doing good, she can release the song. That's literally my managers. If my TikToks are doing bad, they're like, don't talk to me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just making a joke. Um, so again, I kind of feel bad for her. However, she is so established in this industry. It's interesting that they don't believe in her enough to just let her drop whatever song she feels like works. Clearly she knows what she's doing. So I would be way more frustrated if I were Halsey versus if I were Trevor Daniel, because he's kind of only proven to have success on TikTok, where she's proven to have success over, you know, multiple different eras of music consumption. So Halsey definitely has the right to be upset. Oh, this is T. This is T. So FKA Twigs. I don't know if you remember last episode, we talked about how FKA Twigs posted a TikTok making out with Aaron Piper. 12 hours after he was seen touching Dua Lipa's Dula Peep at the club, getting physical with her, if you know what I mean. People were like, what the fuck? Aaron Piper's getting with these two famous women 12 hours apart. What's up with him? But FKA Twigs said basically the same thing that what everyone else is saying about the TikTok and the music industry is true and that she's been told by her label that she's not making enough effort when it comes to TikToks, so they're not going to let her release or give her the bigger budget that she wants. So that's why I think she made that video making out with Aaron Piper right after he was with Dua Lipa. And that's why we're here talking about it, because she had to make it with her song playing in the background, which it was, for her label to let her release it. And it did go viral, and it did get all this attention, but that just shows the desperation that these people are doing, trying to literally just appease the for you page and get a viral moment that people will hear their songs for it's crazy how like people's careers are in the hands of the for you page i feel that struggle literally every single day like right now i'm like checking my tiktok so i definitely feel her there and that's really frustrating when content creation really isn't even what you were signing up for and now your label is going to base your success off of like a video sharing app it it seems like the two don't mix but it's crazy because in this day and age they do mix as like the metaverse is coming together i feel like in all sectors of media consumption they're just all like combining so i feel for fka twigs but she's one that's like playing the game um ed sheeran posted this something where he was eating a bag of chips and he was kind of being sassy he was kind of like doing what the label told him to do, but also not because he put no effort into this TikTok. The caption behind this video of him literally just eating like sour cream and onion chips or whatever is when you're supposed to be making promos for your song, but you just really want a snack and you decide that eating a snack can be promo for a song because everyone loves snacks. Yeah, Ed Sheeran, he's a genius. I mean, proving that he's a genius yet again. I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, 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 I will always have something against Ed Sheeran, but Ed Sheeran could drop shit and a million people would buy it in the first week. And he has dropped shit. Pfft, he has. Yes, I'm talking about the I Don't Care song with Justin Bieber. I don't care when I'm with my baby, yeah. Uh, uh, oh my God, I just threw up even singing those lines. Gross. My mic is covered in throw up right now. Anyway, so Ed Sheeran, even one of the biggest artists in the world, is facing this. Florence Wells also said something that her label wants her to make her to make specifically lo-fi videos to go with her brand lo-fi is basically just like simple and serene calm very real no makeup of her just singing her songs 
And she said, my label wants me to make lo-fi videos with my songs. So here you go. Please send help is what she said. She went off TikTok. This is not her vibe. Charlie XCX posted a video when she was releasing her single Good Ones, which is a bop. I remember her making so many TikToks that week, but one of them said when my label asked me to make my eighth TikTok of the week, and it's just her like staring into the mirror with her makeup on and all that shit. So it seems like there's a big war going on between labels and their artists when it comes to TikTok and trying to get a viral sound. And while I do think that labels are dumb for not letting people release just because a 15 second snippet doesn't do good on TikTok, because that doesn't really mean the song won't be a hit. Just because a TikTok doesn't go off, there's so many other streams of media or promotion that labels should be investing into their artists besides just TikTok. Sure, we maybe artists can try TikTok first, and then if that doesn't work out, how about we give them promotion somewhere else? Because a lot of the songs that go viral in TikTok, like people think they're good. These 10-second parts of them that are the catchiest parts... They think they're good and then they go listen to the whole song and it's terrible. Like that one bad baby one where they were like, oh my God, bad baby's such a good singer. And then they listen to the whole song and they were like, never mind. It's horrible. Bad baby is not a good singer. So I'm just saying they shouldn't put all their weight into the For You page. That's extremely frustrating and artists have a right to be mad. But at the same time, TikTok is so great for artists too because like I said, they can at least give it a try. They can. It's such a cheaper version of promo. Hire someone to dance for it. Get Addison Rae to throw her punani around to a song and boom, you have a hit. Like, that's what happened to the City Girls Chorculator. These rich throw in paper. Now it's time for the Chorculator. Shake that. Mm, it's time for the Chorculator. It's time for the Chorculator. I'm going to shake what my mama gave me. I'm going to shake my money maker. Would that song have been a hit? I don't know. Maybe, but they got it on TikTok first. So they saved themselves all this money with the promotion. And now Chorculator has like multiple hundreds, millions of streams. So I think artists and labels should meet in the middle and artists should put an effort to take advantage of the opportunity they have with TikTok, especially because they can get followers so fast because they are famous. Maybe study the For You page a bit, try to make it go viral. But if it doesn't, labels need to meet them halfway and respect them as established artists they are and let them put out their art as they made it. Because at the end of the day, people have emotional, emotional connections to the artist and their artwork because they are their authentic selves. So they're going to buy their music whether it's a tiktok song or not basically what i'm saying give artists chances outside of tiktok stop policing their releases and give your artists some respect spend some money on them spend some dollars on them so what can we learn from this most things are just about money the sooner you realize that in life the better especially in america like everything is a business People are questioning, why hasn't your favorite artist released in this song? Why not this long? Why did Iggy Azalea legit not release a sophomore album after her huge first smash album because of money, because singles weren't performing? After that, if you're not performing, even if you used to be the biggest artist in the world, it's about money. You don't get another chance. So every industry out here is about money. If you're asking yourself, why is a certain something a certain way that it is, it's probably about money why do they sell guns to 18 year olds money and the sooner you know that the sooner you'll understand a lot about what goes on in life quicker and it unveils a shed behind a lot of people's in your own life's decisions and just a lot of things so with that knowledge you can maybe direct where you would like to go in life more or it would just give you more understanding of what things are really about but i guarantee you the number one thing people are motivated by and the most powerful thing 
is money. Nothing else more. What did Lana Del Rey say in that song, the national anthem? Money is the reason we exist. Everybody knows it. It's a fact. Kiss, kiss. That's what she said. She was right. Okay, well, thank you guys for joining me in Pop Culture University today. I hope you had an amazing time and got a lot of information to chit-chat with your friends about, talk some shit, spill some tea as you should. I hope you have an amazing rest of the week. I hope you're doing something exciting that fulfills your soul to give you something to look forward to. I feel like I have so much to look forward to this weekend. I'm going down to my university to see my mans. And then I'm going to next weekend, I'm doing a pride thing, you know, going to be on my gay shit strutting around Chicago. And then the next weekend after that, I'm going to Las Vegas and I'm seeing the chain smokers and Marvin Garrix in concert. Even though I made a video about how the chain smokers are dead and <laughs> they do edit it. Um, maybe they'll see me. Maybe we can, you know, make up or something. It's probably going to be their body doubles though. Cause I still think they're dead. Anyway, I hope you're doing something fun the rest of the week. If you haven't, you should make plans right now. You should hit someone up right now. Even if you might think they might not want to hit someone up right now, get out of the house. I cannot tell you how important it is for my mental health to get out of the house and do something fun at least once a week. As much as I love being an introvert, I have to get out and it just releases so many built up energy that I have within myself and I always have more fun than I think I do so you should make plans right now with someone think about something that you've been wanting to do just do it and I will see you guys Friday make sure to rate this podcast five star the way I forgot five star on Apple podcast five star Spotify leave a review post it on your Instagram story tag me I will DM you follow it because it's your favorite Monday Wednesday Friday podcast and yeah I will see you guys soon okay go check out my new TikTok I just posted it and have an amazing day okay bye love you Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.